uh, as you guys kill off the last of the baddies, standing around you now is all of the um, the sort of weird, screwed up bodies all over the place. You've never seen anything like this before. It looks like they're, yeah, like I said, a horror show gone wrong. A couple of the crew kind of show up and they've got a couple of the big tapestries that you guys ignored from, not from the same building. It looks like they're from another building. They think that they can probably sew them together quickly enough. If we're stuck here for a day, then yeah, we should investigate these things. It's kind of disgusting. Uh, even for you, you're kind of like, oh man, this is just wrong. Like wrong, wrong. Um, you're fairly certain that part of the reason why some of the limbs, like that one that had three limbs with the arm that didn't work, it just looks like it's because there's no way to support it, right? Like it's not really, looks like it was built together kind of incorrectly. You've heard of spells that like almost like create life, but this looks completely bastardized. So it's more likely that they were already here and less likely that came from somewhere else. And the rest of the night passes without incident. So it's a it's a really really nice morning this morning guys. Uh, you get a really good view of the entire area that you're on. This island is really massive and you realize that there's probably more to this place than just the castle. But at this point you're also at that point where it's like yeah, it's kind of dangerous up here too. Do we really want to like stick around? But you might. I don't know. That wasn't a lead in, so I just want to clarify so we did successfully take a long rest, right? You did successfully take a long rest. Well, we did. Refresh. You kept waking up. So I, I figure, like, we should um, we should probably debrief each other on what we found. And in Talon's case, I mean literally debrief him. <laughs> 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 Pants. This whole season is just yeah, going to be pranks, pranks. Pulled out each other. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, so. Joke's on you. I had nothing underneath. <laughs> Lolling. <laughs> nothing, nothing worth seeing. You mean <laughs> the joke is still on Talon. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So uh, yeah, so Alfred and I looked at this uh, these abominations, and it looked like um, they were an odd mashup of races. There seemed to be a lot of elven parts, hmm. but it's mixed with other monstrosities, you know. It, so from that, they probably were built by magical means, and they weren't going to survive very long. It's not like they were, you know, being magically created creatures. I don't know if they have, like, real digestive systems and that sort of thing. So wherever they came from, it was probably a short distance. I don't know. Um, you want to add your stuff, Alfred? Yeah, it <clears throat> seemed like this was... I've heard of spells like this, Um create life spells but it looks like this this was a failed attempt like someone someone successfully created life but failed in the process so necromancy meets demonic abilities and i will point out that elves used to be inhabitants of this land i i'm, I'm not jumping to any conclusions but the elves and giants once lived together in this land if it's mostly elves i'm wondering if something happened to them specifically hmm. you can't try and speak to the dead can you I can. Like, would that actually work on... That is shocking that Thaddeus reminded Alfred of an ability. (laughs) Well, (laughs) it was building up. It has to happen eventually. I mean, it's been four years in the making. It had to happen eventually. (laughs) The corpse must still have a mouth, 
And how long can well, it have been dead for? It's been dead for ten hours now. <laughs> can you speak to dead and then detect thoughts? Oh, it's it's at least ten days because it says the spell fails if it's been longer than ten days. But we could try to speak to the dead. Yeah, I don't know how intelligent they are though, and yeah. you just refilled your spell slots. Oh, true. With the rest. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of thinking these things are more aberrations than a. I Good try, Thaddeus. <laughs> uh, so we yeah. <clears throat> noticed that the weapons on their garb and we- uh, sorry, the symbols on their weapons and garbs matched what we saw inside the castle. Oh, um, shit. So basically, we concluded that they were already here. Like they weren't. Like you, you were kind of getting a Azir. Uh, they weren't shipped here. They were probably created here and existed here. And in particular, they were um, they were symbols of old gods, like ancient gods that, I mean, nobody really believes in anymore or nobody relates to at this point. Um, but they were an ancient thing that you, we might not have much information about, but there was some religious significance. And it also seemed like um, maybe ceremonial garb or something. It might be something where they were... They were doing something. It wasn't just like uh, warriors, per se. This place is in a good place. Yeah, this leads me back to think that, yeah, maybe these were the, the inhabitants of this land, the, yeah. the elves. So maybe they tried to tried some dark ritual and themselves got turned, or yeah, somebody that, amongst them tried for a power grab and yeah, turned them? that's what I feel. This is a classic plot to the movie Spy Kids when they're... Uh, <laughs> Of course. That the villain turns them into floops. With no, floop Antonio turns them into. Banderas? <laughs> oh, shit, I forgot my 3D glasses. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, wasn't, I, I wasn't thinking that perhaps they did it themselves by accident. I was always thinking someone else did it to them. Yeah. Especially but... if it's a demon spell. Okay. Hmm. But, you know, but, somebody yeah. was no, searching right. for yeah. arcane magic. And, and did it wrong. And they fucked up. Ooh. And how does it connect to the giants? Because... The giants were the protectors of the little ones. Oh, oh, you're right. Yes, yeah, 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 okay. So you're saying giants, meaning large creatures, like, they might be, if if the large creature that had sharp teeth and a tail was a demon, then the larger creatures that were more humanoid might be celestials or something along those lines. Not necessarily, like, hill giants or, or whatever. Yeah. But so how, um, how long have I these mean, things been around? I yeah. guess it comes down to... Do we want to stay on this floating island and continue searching, or do we want to go down to the plains? Because there were two artifacts that we were looking for, right? Yes, yeah. and I once again Three. forget if we think they're both here. We found the Stone of Holding. The Chalice of Life we thought was also in this floating land? I, I, I'm asking Tim. I think you guys thought that, yeah. Okay, I have it written down that I knew that the Stone of Holding was in the Castle in the Clouds, the chalice of life I just have being lost within the Great Plains. And I think I, I think that was it. Okay. And Elon wait, where the hell's Elon? Is was was Elon on the ship? Or did he just tell us to go to Jordan's Crossing? Or did we meet him at Jordan's Crossing? He he was a professor. Yeah, he yeah, the, the yeah, wizard was, archaeologist. Yeah. I, I I have just the worst notes here. So the notes that I have, Elon was on the ship. Okay. Is he still alive? Yeah, do we see him? No. Well, if he's Wait. dead, I can speak to him. Wait, he's not alive? <laughs> one last or time. we don't see him? Okay. You don't see him. Hmm. We should definitely search for Elon. In fact, this yeah. is the first time you guys have asked since you crashed. Yeah. <laughs> well, shit. 
Do we know um, what direction did the abominations come from? Because I know, you know, we started mid All around you. Okay, so we don't... Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, like they teleported here? No, no they've just like, been living here in the... In yeah. The, from Mars, like Doom? Yeah, totally. <laughs> Spices everything. <laughs> <laughs> to totally bastardize a, a couple different genres. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so where have we like gone? We, oh, uh, we went toward the giant door. We didn't... We came from like the not spire, but kind of the keep. Um, the yeah, spire yeah, is the next keep. to you. So the spire is next to you. It's what you crashed into and kind of forced you to land really quickly. Okay. The keep is down a couple miles, and I hope I'm using that term correctly because I don't know miles. But you, 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 you <laughs> went. Kilometers. You went to the. You went to the keep. Yeah, it's about four kilometers. Yeah. and you went to the keep and. Uh, and investigated that, but do you remember I had said that the entire time everything was super cloudy? Yeah. Like you guys were inside the cloud. This is the first time you get a really good view of where right. you are, and it's quite expansive. Like, you know, I mean, the best part about having a castle in the sky is screw architecture. You already have a <laughs> castle in the sky. So it's it's bigger than what you expected it would be. So there is, a, like, it looks like a, a, a very small, in comparison, city or town or remnants of ruins, I guess is a better way to put it, around yeah. the castle keep itself. So let's let's go down the list, right? Like we have this new information, we have this mystery to solve, big big plot line or or uh, idea quest. We want to find this um, this chalice of life, right? And eventually get it back uh, to Hillstown and and the followers of Malay. Um, but if we can figure out what they do before we get back there, that'd be a bonus. Because uh, it helps us make an informed decision as to do we want to give it back to followers in the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm still holding on to this stone of holding? I think I think I have it. Okay. I, I, I put it in my kilt of holding. Azir has it in his kilt of holding. Okay. So that's the big, big picture. Correct. More immediate things. Captain Gideon was downed. We probably want to check in yep. on him. He's good. Alon is missing. Alon is missing. Uh, we, so we want to try to find him, you know, if not to just check on his well-being, but also to get his opinion on what we've been seeing and collected information on. And then third, um, the ship needs to be repaired, which I think the crew were working on. So Gideon's conscious. We should probably check in with him, see if Alon's around, if anybody's seen Alon. Okay. I agree with all that. All right. Yeah, let's okay. let's talk to Captain Gideon. Hello, my friends. Uh, well met. I'm I'm glad you you seem to have recovered from your wound. Well fought yesterday. Uh, can you tell us if you've seen Elon anywhere? I'm sorry, who? Elon? <laughs> yeah, that was his name. Elon. He's this tall. He's a half elf wizard. Kind of looks like an archaeologist. <laughs> did Did you bring somebody else on long that you didn't introduce to us? Um. Maybe. Yeah, we'll need to go to the tapes f- for this one. <laughs> I don't recognize that name. I-, I don't have anyone on my crew that is of that name, and the only ones I remember taking on board are you four. Oh my god, has Elon been dead the whole time? <laughs> okay, we we quickly do a little huddle where we whisper to each other. <laughs> Wasn't he the one who, who booked the ship in the first place? Because we obviously didn't know how to get here. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought he booked it. Yeah. And that's why I, I didn't think he came with us. I thought he made the introduction, and we got on the ship, and he stayed behind. So, like, I'm thinking either Gideon got hit 
much harder than he knows, or Aelon did some like Jedi mind trick shit. <sighs> did, are there Jedi in this? <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. Uh, Gideon, why did you pick us up? Like, what? Why were you in the location and let us board? Who who reserved this ship? I was hired. Do you know by who? The Jordan herself told me to bring you here. Sorry, who did? Uh, I was having my, my my grammar corrected by a douchebag while you talked. <laughs> the, the Jordan herself told me to bring you here. The Jordan. Oh, that's right. Huh. What the Jordan commands, I follow. Mm. My notes say that the Jordan knew Brock. <laughs> ah, Brock. Brock is one of the only gnomes I have ever enjoyed. Did I ever tell you about the time that I threw Brock? Well, I didn't throw Brock. Did I ever tell you about the time when when his teammates threw him off the front of the ship in order to kill a dragon in midair? It was glorious. Wow, flying Brock's day? <laughs> it was a flying Brock. <laughs> but I don't know of this Elon person. Man, this is really thematic that we can't quite remember what Elon's deal is either. <laughs> <laughs> so to the spire? Try to get into the spire? We already tried this once. Yeah, you don't see any way into the spire. You figure the yeah. spire entrance is buried underneath rubble that's, like, bigger than ruins? your ship. You go to the ruins. But yeah. it might be a ton of abominations down there. Though. Probably you need to go to the ruins. Well, always have an escape plan. So I'm going to trip you guys and run. <laughs> you don't have to be yeah. the fastest, just faster than the slowest. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I have no idea what's happening with this Elon situation, but I, I think we have to explore more and figure out what the hell's going on. Uh, Gideon, when do you think the ship will be sailworthy? We'll have it ready within 12 hours. 12 hours. Uh, and you won't leave without us, will you? Absolutely not. The Jordan would have my head. I think we have some business in those ruins. Uh, we'll be back as soon as possible. All right. We shall be ready for you. I have no idea what accent suddenly he's in. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm just rolling my eyes because that's fun to do. Hey, man, you made the world, so uh, you can kind of decide what accent he has. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, any, any like, do you want to ask for supplies before we head down there? There's not many supplies that you got. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think we head down there and look for any clues of, to the Chalice of Life. Or Elon, if, if he is here. If he exists. If he exists. <laughs> so, part of that insight and religion check you guys did the other day, now that you can see everything... Uh, you do see remains of one of the buildings does have the kind of appropriate spacing layout and positioning to the keep that it could have been a church or worship temple or prayer like it it, it kind of like you you know castles you know layouts you, you're not you're not stunned people you got a vibe for like where it could be there all right you want to head in that direction looks yeah. like a church guys <laughs> the cross gave it away yeah, you know about some churches. Yeah, you know about some holy symbols. <laughs> I've been inside some churches in my day. <laughs> this looks right. like a bona fide church. Lead the way, Thaddeus. <laughs> As the sun starts to rise, so does some of the creatures and critters of the sky tower. You guys hear some caws of birds, and you hear like the noises of it's some noises you've never heard before. You're not really sure what exactly it is because you've never been in a sky tower before, a sky castle before. So, it's 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 kind of eerie and bizarre every now and then you hear these really loud screeches and everything goes silent for a couple of seconds and you stop but after that you're kind of like okay we're good we're good and you keep going is there anything specific you're looking for 
or sorry, let me rephrase that question because that's a that's a horrible question to ask players. With that description I gave you of the surroundings, is there anything specific that you want to focus on or shall we just keep going? I asked that question because I want to try and encourage you guys to suggest things or offer up regular role play rather than me just saying, here's a sentence and then you guys going, well, he said it, so it must be something. Right, right. So we should probably, well, one, if we're looking for possibly Elon, just see if there's any, I mean, we're presuming that no one's been here besides yeah. these abominations. So any sign of like movement, tracks, like things moved, anything like that, right? Sure. Yeah, um, and maybe more of these symbols are are um, either runes or or some of the insignia insignia that you saw on the equipment. And uh, I have I'll just remind you guys I have disadvantage for any perception checks at this time. Oh, because it's day. Also, considering that we're looking for a chalice, it makes sense to look for religious. Uh, like going to a church makes sense. Yeah, I was just I thought the church a, yeah. a chalice in, in a church makes sense to me. So if we enter the church and can look around, maybe find the altar where I imagine the chalice would be if it's used regularly, or find the storeroom if it's kept away in secret <laughs> and safety. Okay. Only the penitent man shall pass. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so why doesn't somebody give me a nature check? Somebody else give me a religion check? And somebody give me an investigation. If you can think of a fourth check to make, uh, I... And, and keep in mind that that if you have a reason to use, say, so let's use this, for example. On the character sheets, everything says, like, religion intelligence, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Nature intelligence, I think, an investigation intelligence, right? But when you think about it, you're never, ever always using just one skill. So if you can come up with a reason to mix and match, you go right ahead. Like, if somebody does an intimidation check using like breaking a stick in front of me, if they pick up a broom and crack it over their knee, I will tell you right now I'm intimidated and had nothing to do with their charisma, right? Right. It had to do with their strength. So uh, if you can come up with ways to mix and match stuff like that, and it's, and it's, I don't want to say realistic because we're playing a friggin' game, but it's legitimate, let's say, mm-hmm. yep. then, then you're welcome to do that. So don't be too hung up on uh, the specifics of the skills that are knocked in there. What do you want to take, David? I don't have any, I mean, my investigation is plus one. You, someone's proficient in nature, did you say? In talent? No, I'm minus one. Oh, I, I can do, I could do like survival to check for tracks or something, though. Absolutely. I have a plus three to survival. But your, your perception is lowered in the sun. Just perception, not all checks? It's, it says specifically perception, but I mean, I mean my if you role play it, it's, it's because of the all so, sight, yeah, right? Yeah, so, yeah. So I can do survival then. I can I can help with the religion checks. Like if you point out these signs, I can think back to my religious training and the tomes that I've read at the monastery. So okay, I'll help with that. I can just do straight perception with with Azir with the two sunny for Azir. I think I'm the scout here. Okay, so uh, Alfred, give me a perception check. Uh, Talon, give me a survival check, and. Uh, don't don't tell me the number for the survival yet. I need to know the perception first. Oh, 23. Okay, so your survival check will have a plus two to it. Uh, okay. Because because what's happening... So what's happening is Alfred's is like, okay, so I see this, I see this, I see this, and he's kind of laying out the land for you, and he kind of sh- sees uh, a couple spots where you see a pile of... Um, you see a pile of bones and refuse, and mm-hmm. above it you see a nest. Okay. 
and then it, so it's it's kind of the equivalent of like making out animal tracks. Yep. You know what I mean? Like you see those animal paths. So he's giving you a bonus to your survival check. Okay. Do you want that? Yes, please. Uh, twenty-three. Nice. Okay. Uh, and the religion check with advantage because Azir is helping Thaddeus, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. So can you guys? Uh, so before you tell me the number, uh, is it high above twenty? Uh, it's. 20. Yeah, okay. So, uh, Thaddeus, <laughs> Azir is going to tell you how he helped you, and I want you to tell me what it is that you kind of, like, what it is that you kind of saw. Slapped him on the butt. Go get him. <laughs> What's up, Critters? It's your main half-elf Talon. Just wanted to remind you that we'll be using names of some of our Patreon donors and people who share the show on social media as NPCs this season. Uh, I think we've used maybe three or four, maybe five different donors so far this season, and there'll be plenty more where that came from. Uh, you can donate to the show by going to patreon.com slash roll to hit. Also, be sure to discuss the show and share us with your friends using the hashtag roll to hit. You can reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram at The Commentist. You can find all of our episodes from other seasons and also other episodes of other shows on our network by going to thecommentist.com. You can find our Dungeon Master Tim on Twitter and Instagram at the GM Tim, and you can find me at Robbie Stells. That's all for this week. Now back to the show. So for the religious checks, we're we're not at the the church yet, right? The, the not structure. directly. No, you're making your way there. It's going to take you a bit. Okay, so I'm looking. You know, I'm asking for descriptions of the area. I'm, obviously, I can see in the in the sunlight. It's just I'll miss small details. I imagine. Mm-hmm. So I'm asking for broad details, and I'm asking Thaddeus to describe to me like the shapes, like where there are lots of triangles or circles or or natural symbols or whatever. And I'm trying to just uh, use my visual memory to think back to what I've seen, uh, you know, when I was doing scribe duty at the monastery or just kind of tidbits uh, like parables or, or stories that uh, any of the old masters might have mentioned at the monastery while having me do physical labor and stuff like that. Yeah. I see inscribed, it looks like uh, multiple trees. Maybe three of them. Looks almost like, maybe almost like a small forest or something like that. It seemed like part of something, but it looked very... Uh, so three trees, like, uh, to represent the fact that there is a forest or something? Yeah, I'm not 100% sure, but... Uh, are, they, are they, like, petrified trees, or this is a, it's an image symbol? No, it's a symbol. So so those are regular trees. Like, they, they don't look petrified in the symbol. That would be okay. very ominous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. And Jesus is in the back. <laughs> Giving you the buddy Christ. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so so folks, what happens is that as you're as you're heading out, those cries get louder. Mm. Um, and as you pass underneath one of the uh, one of the nests, below you you see remains of those abominations, but they've been picked clean. Mm. Um, and the bones have been broken even by beak bites. I'm giving you this information because you rolled so highly on your perception and your survival checks. Okay. And then you go further away, and it looks like what it is is that whatever is eating these things is eating them in the nest and then tossing them down. Hmm. That's a big bird. <laughs> and then you, again, hear one of those screech noises, and everything goes silent for a minute, and then slowly picks back up again. Everyone give me a perception check, please. And all I need to know is which one of you rolled the highest. Not Talon. Uh, 
19 for Alfred. So Azir, before you tell me your number, you are listening, not looking, so you do not have disadvantage. So, so the first roll was a three. <laughs> Excellent. Got my fingers in my ears or something. <laughs> so 19, Alfred, three Azir, Talon. Five. And Thaddeus. One. Cool. Uh, everyone unplug except for Alfred, please. I'm just looking at the ground. <laughs> okay. Okay, so just down the way a little bit, not from this nest, but from up ahead as you guys round a corner, tucked behind some rocks, you hear some soft peeping, like bird chirping, but the kind that sounds kind of like it's in a bit of distress. So you get this, like, it's not like a normal chirp, chirp, chirp. It sounds more like like a baby calling for its mum or something like that. You know what I mean? Yes. It's out of sight of the nest, and it's it's you're probably about halfway to the um, the church. Ooh. Okay. Okay, they can plug back in. Ready? You're Ready. good. So uh, Alfred stops and has a weird look on his face as you guys are walking along. You're about halfway to the ruins. What's wrong? I think we have some time for some goodwill. Behind those rocks, I sense a bird chirping. And not just normal chirping. This is distressed chirping. <laughs> I think we have time to go over there and make things right. Eat it. And, uh, no, make things right and hopefully maybe stave off an attack of giant birds in the church. Maybe these things can realize we're helping. Hopefully these birds are smart enough to realize we're helping their young. Or it's a trick and we're about to get eaten by the birds. Regardless, I think it's worth attending to this bird before entering this church. So you want us to put said bird back into the nest that we saw i think we can uh i I think that there are ways to do this i've got some animal friendship skills i've got some levitating skills Uh, i'll watch you (laughs) you watch (laughs) yeah i I would like to approach the bird i've got sleight of hand i could swap the bird out for a stone (laughs) (laughs) so i want to move towards the bird with normal caution um and tell him that we're a traveling band and (laughs) who had to speak with small beasts um, Sherlock. Yeah. Sherlock. I, I can cast animal friendship at least. Okay. So yes, I'd like to approach the bird cautiously. And I don't think it's a trick. I mean, I see a nest. I don't think it's someone trying to imitate a bird's call. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or maybe it's a Kenku imitating a bird's call just to be really confusing. Um, so I will approach the nest. Uh, sorry, I will approach behind the rocks looking for the small bird that I heard. Okay, uh, as you kind of come around the rocks, uh, you see a baby hippogriff. Yes! Whoa! Dang. Where's Harry? I throw my Pokeball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is it currently? What is, does it look like it's... Uh... Looks like one of its wings is hurt, and it looks like a foot is trapped underneath a small rock. Oh, no. So just to hedge my bets, I'm going to cast Animal Friendship to convince it I mean no harm. Mm-hmm. So... It must make a wisdom saving throw against me. I'm using the DOS loot, so it has disadvantage. It works. The spell works. Okay, okay. So, so is it saving I mean against it no harm. your friendship? <laughs> I mean, no harm. Now we're best friends for 24 hours. Um, and I'd like to try to... Uh, its its wing is injured and its foot is trapped? Yeah. Its wing is injured. Um, I can do medicine Yeah. yeah can, can I call over his ear? I'm going, it, it's okay, guys. Can you come over here? Let's try to let's try to help this bird. Yeah, I'll, I'll approach and try to do like a medicine check on it and maybe see if the Perfect. wing is broken or set the wing if it is. Okay. And I can do lay on hands if that doesn't work. Yeah, I was thinking magic. My, my, my healing word probably doesn't <laughs> heal this kind of magic. <laughs> I can make some KFC <laughs> if this goes south. <laughs> 
Yeah, could you attempt lay on hands for the bird's wing? Or just lift the rock because you're fucking so do the, do, yeah, the medic- do, the, do the medicine check first. Oh, you guys right, already decided on that, so. 21. Yeah, uh, the wing is indeed broken. You could probably set it, and lay on hands would probably heal it faster. Do I need to use a certain number of points, or do I just have to guess that? I would treat this the same as treating, like, a cure disease or cure okay. curse, Beautiful. so it would take up five of your hit points. I'll use five. Okay. Heal it up. Okay, and then... With his with his wing healed, now I think we can take away the rock from its leg. Okay, it's like it's kind of just tip 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 tip, and it kind of nuzzles up against you as you move the rock. <sighs> okay, Plus one to nuzzle. <laughs> All right, I'd like to pet it, and then <laughs> um, put a leash on it. <laughs> as you do, one of its one of its feet just kind of thumps against the ground like thumper. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. And then I ride it away. <laughs> um, and now I'd like to ask... This thing hey, is the size, buddy. like, you can hold this in your two hands. Okay. Oh. Like, it's a, it's a baby baby. Have you seen a chalice? <laughs> Have you seen a little chalice? <laughs> <laughs> Speaks in uh, a deep voice. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen a chalice? <laughs> it what looks do you think up, I've been doing out no, here? No, man, I haven't seen anything. <laughs> Should I put it in my kilt? <laughs> uh, Thaddeus... Can I have that mouse that's been your lifelong friend to feed it to this thing? Not Morgan at all. <laughs> I shall name you Bertrude too. <laughs> the Bertruding. As you guys like, have you seen a chalice? Have you seen a chalice? You hear the screech again. It's very close. You see a shadow overhead. Roll initiative. Okay. We're gonna have to kill its mom. <laughs> Oh, that's fine. It is, it is already imprinted on me. Alfred will be the new mom. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That was, what? <laughs> Wait, did that? Did you catch that? That was amazing. <laughs> I, I I went to pick up my dice <laughs> as Talon rolls his. The dice hits my dice and perfectly replaces it. So I picked up Talon's <laughs> dice before he even Mid-roll. saw what it was. <laughs> <laughs> That was that will never happen again. <laughs> That's why I use the big dice, so that won't happen. Uh, Azir has an eleven for initiative. Alfred has an eight. Talon has an eight as well. So you two figure out who goes first. Thaddeus three. Uh, a two. Alfred is going to go before Talon. Okay, awesome. Okay, so you guys look up in the sky, um, and as you do dive bombing, you you see two creatures that are. One of the most terrifying things you've seen on your travels so far. Uh, you don't just see a bird. You see a bird with the head and and antlers of an of a like an, a jackalope or like a like <laughs> even an antelope even. And it's got massive antlers and it's got huge fang teeth jutting out the front of it like a wolf would have. Uh, it's got huge claws and it screeches and as it screeches, your blood curdles, and it seems to be focused specifically on Azir. And Talon is the other one. And they what? dive bomb you. It's racist. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so Azir, the one, it does a dive attack. I haven't, he, Azir is close to me, right? Or uh, we're all yes, close? Yes, you're all, you're all lined up. So I haven't animated my shield yet, so I can do the shield blocking ability. So I want to give disadvantage to that. Nice. So even with that, I rolled an 18 and a 25, a 23. Okay. Sorry. That- that will hit. Okay, so it's doing what's called a, a gore attack. Mm. So it's literally diving. It's trying to like dive right into you. And as it gets close, you can feel the heat from its breath. 
and it just smells putrid, rotten, and it seems to be salivating, and its eyes have a glazed-over look like it knows exactly what it wants to eat. You are going to take 10 damage from the piercing, from the gore, and because it did a dive attack at you, you're going to take an extra 2d8. So you take another 4. And then it tries to claw at you with its talons, and that will be a 21. Okay, And yeah, it will yeah. be 7 damage. So that's that one. Talon. The other one comes at you. Dropped a dice. Hold on. <laughs> Talon, the other one attacks you. I got that right, right? You're the half-elf, right? Uh, yep. Good. It is racist. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't joking. So this one's gore will do 17 to hit. Yep. 14 damage. And then the Talons, as it rears up in the air and talons, slashes at you. Talons don't both. affect me, actually. <laughs> do they not? Well, they are my name, so... I'll tell you what. I'll give you half it. No, I rolled disadvantage, <laughs> and I still hit you. So uh, it's going to be 16 to hit. Uh, that hits. My okay. middle name so, is Magical Attacks. <laughs> eight damage. <laughs> oh, oh, he gets it this once. He's not getting it every round. Because <laughs> it was clever, and I'm amused. <laughs> uh, so the next, the next one's going to be eight damage from the Talons. Yep. Okay, uh, now it's the top of the round. That was a surprise round because they did that on purpose. They are engaged with the two of you. They cannot fly by because I dove at you instead of doing a flyby. Azir, your turn. Hmm. Okay. Nice and quick, man. You got a giant thing attacking you. And you've heard rumors of these things in your past being a drow. Great. I'm going to use um, fairy fire on it. Uh, I'm going to cast Fairy Fire, so both of them should be affected. Yes, and I have to roll a saving throws? Yes. The one that you have failed his saving throw, and uh, Talon's made his saving throw. Okay, that's it. Okay, Uh, it is their turn again. So again, they will try and gore you. They don't get the extra damage this time because they're just attacking straight up. So Azir, Uh, 15. That misses. So when a creature misses... A melee attack against me, I can spend one key point to redirect it to cause that attack to hit one creature of my choice other than the attacker that I can see within five feet of me. Yes, they tag teamed you, and yes, you could attack the other one. Yeah! <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm going to do. Giant burn! So the attack Sweet. reattacks uh, to its, its partner. <laughs> All right, so its partner will take the 10 damage that it did. Nice. nice. <laughs> okay. And then it will slash at you with its talons, and that one will miss, and then it will fly away. But it's got flyby, so it does not provoke attack of opportunity. So it goes back up into the air uh, 60 feet. And then the other one, talon, it will attack you, and it will do an 18 to attack. Yep. And you're going to take 9 damage this time. Down 4. And then I just rolled a critical on the talons. Mm. Oh, God. It is your name. So you're going to take 11 from the talons, and then it also flies up 60 feet. It looks like they're both prepping to do another dive attack on you. I am knocked out. Oh, you're down? I am down. Then then that one does not fly away. It lands, and it looks like it's going to get ready to eat you. Alfred, your turn. Oh, boy. Okay. (laughs) They didn't like my KFC joke. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm already holding the hippogriff. Yes, you are. Okay, I will cast Dissonant Whispers against the one above Talon. Wisdom saving throw against 15. Fail. Yes, okay. So I will do... Oh, oh my, my god. god. Double ones. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, 
Triple three. ones. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Wait, so wait. I, I do. <laughs> Wow, it's, the, it's all it's all the, the amazing D12s I had before. Devin, Holy shit. Saved it. No, that's not. Oh my god. Wow. So I do three damage. Um, the only benefit is that it has to move as far as it can away from Talon. That's helpful. Nope, from you. As an action or a reaction? Oh, as a reaction. Okay, so then it does fly 60 feet straight up. Okay. And it can't, it can't make movements towards you. Oh yes, I'm sorry. It, it has to move away from me, yeah. but it's not it's not afraid of me. Um, okay, that's good. just the reaction. Oh, Talon was right by me though, right? He's close by me. Yeah, each of you is like you're 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 all grouped together. Okay, I, I can at least do the cantrip. Um, I can at least run over and spare the dying on Talon. Yeah, you just reach down so, and touch him. Yep. So he's reach out he's not and touch he's not someone. making saving throws. Thanks. Um, but I can't heal him this turn. Thank you. And that's my move. So Talon, it's your turn. Since you're not making saving throws, we're just going to go right on to the next person. Sure. But you're not dead, so that's a bonus. I will that take is. it. Um, so they're both in the air, correct? They are, yep. Shit. Um, I don't have much to do. I'm going to animate my shield, and then um, I, I ready an attack for um, if one of them dives close enough so I can hit it. Cool. Okay, so Azir, your turn. So both of these guys are airborne, is that correct? They are. They are 60 feet up in the air and circling. I'm going to cast Darkness. So this okay. is a um, 15 foot sphere. Yep. So I'm gonna cast it like just above us, like five feet above us, right? Or like six feet above us. Okay. So the guys that are circling us won't be able to see through it. Uh, so they basically can't see us, but we can still see each other. Oh, I see, I see. So the bottom of the sphere is just above your heads. Correct. And cool. it's a 15 foot radius. I like it. Okay, so on their turn, uh, their original plan has been kiboshed. Um, so you see them kind of move out to one of the sides, and they have lowered themselves. So they have both gone down and sort of to an angle, and then they come in and they land right next to Talon, who is on the ground. Thaddeus, you may make your opportunity attack. Uh, 19. That's a hit. Cool. I'm also going to use Divine Smite. Nice. I'll probably do... Probably do level two. So let me. Are you focusing on the one that was hit already? Yeah, I mean they're both next to town, right? Like there's not yes. one. Okay, so yeah. Correct. Okay. Oh, right, cool. Here we go. Good. Um, five is thirteen. Thirteen plus ten is twenty-three. Twenty-three plus four is twenty-seven damage. <laughs> Holy cow! What does your kill shot look like? Ooh. Um. I swing my greatsword down and just a flash of brilliant light just separate as it separates in half. Just see a flash of brilliant light. Nice. Nice. As it cuts through the darkness because it's not magical light. Right. (laughs) So the other one with his last 30 feet of movement, he takes back off into the air, 30 feet diagonal from away from you. It looks like he's about to fly off. And Alfred, it is your turn. Fly off. No, I'm not having to go back and tell him word what happened here. So I'm going to line up my uh, loot, kind of like aiming it off. <laughs> um, is he within 100 feet? He is. Yeah. All right. And I'm going to I'm gonna uh, cock the strings back and then fire off a lightning bolt uh, directly at it. Nice. So dex save, dex save versus uh, 15. Oh, yeah. I make it. Okay. He still takes half damage. Yeah. 15 lightning damage. Okay. Talon, your turn. Uh, I can't do anything, yeah, right? He's still out. That's right. My bad. Uh, Thaddeus. I'm going to go over to um, Talon and uh, heal him. Uh, I guess I'll use Lay on Hands for 15. 
Thank you. Azir. So I'm going to, you know, move to the edge of the darkness sphere so I can see the creature and mm-hmm. uh, throw a dart at it. 25 to hit. <laughs> Gee, I wonder. Yes, that's it. <laughs> and I roll full damage. Eight. Eight dark damage. All right. And on right. its turn, it takes off out of sight. Double moves another 120 feet and around some corners and some ruins. You guys have just fought a Periton. Periton? Yeah. Azir. Yeah. After the fight, you remember tales of these from your grandparents uh, about how elves had to look out for Peritons. It's part of the reason why the drow left the, left the like they would come out in the light, because hmm. crap like that exists. Interesting. And that's where we're going to end tonight. All right. Oh, I got my, I still have my hippogriff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I'm going to name him Barrett Jr., the name of my son. (laughs) (laughs) Bertie Barrett. (laughs) 